welcome. Welcome to this time of worship. We are so glad that you're here today. From wherever you are joining us, whatever day of the week it is, whatever evening, I welcome you to this time together. Today, our theme is called the path to peace. And throughout this service together, through message and music and prayer and reflection, we are going to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. We are going to be his peacemakers. May you find this pathway to peace. Renew your spirit and your soul this day. Come, now is the time to worship. The church opens wide its doors and bids you welcome to this time of worship. People, here is a place of deep peace. In our worship, we meet the unhurried God. We welcome you to this place of prayer. We welcome you to this house of God. We welcome you to this sanctuary of transformation. To, to the, the God, God who makes all things possible, let us lift our voices in praise. Let's sing together, Peace Like a River, It Is Well With My Soul.
God is with us. God alone brings us peace and forgiveness. Join me now in our prayer of confession. We have failed as your church, O oh God. You call us to live faithfully, act justly, and bring peace to the earth. Instead, our lives and your church reflect more our own needs and worries and less of the needs and worries of all peoples. Move us beyond ourselves to hear the cry of the world and to respond with acts and deeds of kindness, mercy, and justice. May your grace shine through a church that, even with its shortcomings, accepts the call of Christ to serve and care and love and bring peace. May we feel your forgiving spirit now. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. In our forgiveness, may we blossom fully with purpose and resolve so that the world will know us by our love. those words before? I know you have. We say them here at church. Peace be with you. Pastor Kate or Pastor Kelly will say those words and then we answer by saying, and also with you. Peace. That is a very special word. Do you know what it means? Yes, it is. Peace means the opposite of fighting and arguing. But in the Bible, God wants us to know a different meaning of the word peace. He wants us to learn his peace. Peace is also one of the fruit of the Spirit. Now, we've already talked about the fruit of the Spirit, love, and the fruit of the Spirit, joy. And today, we are going to learn about peace. Now remember, the fruit of the Spirit is what the Holy Spirit is helping to grow inside of us so that we can make good choices and, and learn to live a life that is pleasing to God. Today we're going to talk about peace. Now peace, did you know that word appears in the Bible more than 400 times? is a lot of times. God really wants us to know about his peace. In the Bible, in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 26 verse 3, Isaiah is telling us about God and Isaiah says, you will keep us in perfect peace all who trust in you. All those whose thoughts are fixed on you will have peace. And in the Bible, in the New Testament, in the book of John, John 14, verse 27, Jesus tells us, Peace is what I leave you. It is my own peace that I give to you. Don't be worried or upset or afraid. 
Having true peace is believing and trusting that God is in control. During his time here on earth, Jesus brought peace with him wherever he went. And now the Holy Spirit helps that peace to grow inside of us, to believe and to trust and to rely on God. Let God be in control. Let him help us when we are worried or afraid. We can let go of those feelings and trust that God is going to help us. I'm going to read you a story. Now the story I'm going to read comes from the Bible, from the book of Mark in the New Testament, Mark chapter 4. But I'm going to read it to you from the children's Bible. The story is called, Jesus Calms the Storm. One evening, when Jesus was tired after talking to people all day and making sick ones well again, he asked some of his disciples to take him across the Lake Galilee. There was just a gentle breeze blowing when they pushed the boat out into the water. The boat floated in the lake. The disciples hoisted the sail and the boat skimmed across the water. It was a calm, smooth night. Jesus laid down in the bottom of the boat and soon he fell fast asleep. Suddenly, the wind started blowing stronger and stronger until there was a great storm. The waves grew bigger and bigger and splashed over the side of the boat. The disciples were very scared. Some of them were fishermen and they knew how dangerous storms on the lake could be. They thought the boat would soon fill up with water and then sink. Although the wind was so noisy and the waves were so rough, Jesus just slept on. At last, one of the disciples could not bear it any longer. He shook Jesus and he woke him up. Master, please save us, he shouted. Can't you see? We are all going to drown. Jesus woke up and looked at the storm for a moment and then he stood up. He raised his arms and he said, hush, be still. And at once the wind died down and the waves became calm. Why were you afraid? Jesus asked his disciples. Don't you believe that I will take care of you? The disciples didn't know what to say. They whispered to each other, who is this man that even the wind and the waves do as he tells them? The boat sailed on and Jesus and his disciples safely reached the shore on the other side of the lake. Wow, that is a crazy story. What do you think the waves looked like when the storm came? Use your arms. Can you show me? Yes. And then Jesus said, hush, be still. Show me what the waves would look like then. Yeah, calm. That's what happens with Jesus. When we have waves in our lives, storms, and we are feeling like things are out of control, we can rely on God and God will make things calm. He will bring peace to us because we trust him. We believe that God can take away our worries and our, our fears and help us 
to have peace. Let's pray. Dear God, help us to be like Jesus and trust that you are in control of everything. When our lives feel like a storm, God, help us to be like Jesus and feel peaceful. When we start to worry and become afraid, help us to be like Jesus and rely on you. We know you work for the good in all those who love you. Amen. So boys and girls, today I want you to let the Holy Spirit help you find peace. Let the Holy Spirit remind you that God is in control. So no matter what is happening, and if you're afraid or you're worried, to let go and let God bring you peace because he will take care of you. I hope you have a great day and may the peace of Christ be with you. Romans 5, 1 and 2, 12, 9 through 16. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have obtained access to his grace in which we stand. Therefore, let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit and serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering and persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in peace with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. For this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Friends, how good it is to gather with you this morning and to share just a brief meditation with you. Thank you, Sandy, for reading such a beautiful scripture in Romans chapter 5. I know that I often say this and my adult children love to laugh at me when I say when a life event happens, I think of a scripture. And so Romans 5 was the scripture I thought about today when it came to talking about peace. And before I get there, I have to take you back to my childhood. When I was raised, my father, he would always test me on old movies and actors. And if an actor was on television in one movie, he'd ask me the other names of movies they were in. And all of his favorite actors became my favorite actors. My dad loves Westerns, and so I grew up watching them, and I love them too. And one of our favorite actors from back in the day was Robert Mitchum. 
Robert Mitchum was in so many movies, but the ones that I recall that were our favorites were El Dorado, The Way of the West, Five Card Stud. What I didn't know about Robert Mitchum as a kid when we watched those movies was the story of his life. All I do know is that he was raised in Hell's Kitchen, a really rough neighborhood, had tons of adversity in his life. He left home as a teenager and he actually rode the rails on the train. For a time, he became a hobo there. When he ran out of money, he actually did a stint working on a chain gang. And when his time there was done, he went into boxing and he actually became a boxer, earning money any way he could. And it was at one of those matches that someone from Hollywood saw him. And you know the rest of the story. He became one of our biggest Hollywood stars. I bring him up because he was asked what his definition of peace was, having had so much unrest in his life. And in an interview that I saw, he said that to him, peace was having a peace of mind about becoming who you're called to be. Now, even though he didn't mention Jesus, his message and his definition of peace it reminds me of Jesus, who is the peace, the Prince of Peace, who reminds us too that when we look at ourselves in the mirror and we see all that we're not, sometimes life isn't very peaceful. And sometimes when it isn't peaceful or adversity strikes personally, we even begin to look differently. We begin to think differently. Sometimes we even begin to bring up those past hurts that Jesus has already forgiven us for. Sometimes we start to worry about the future and the what ifs before it's even arrived. And I have good news to share with you today that Paul shares with us in Romans 5, which is that Jesus has made the way for peace. For we know that we can only find true peace with God. So the natural question today is, how do we do that? How do we find peace with God? Well, we find peace with God because of Jesus. Paul says it wonderfully when in chapter 5, he said, Therefore, which is his way of saying, get ready, I'm about to say something great. Since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ whom we have obtained access to the grace upon which we stand. So we have that peace that comes from God because we have it through Jesus. So how do we stand during this tumultuous time of a global pandemic? How do we stand when the world seems divided over racism? So many things are happening in this world, and yet Jesus calls us to walk the path of peace. Now that doesn't mean that it's a light journey and by no means will it be an easy journey. But to follow in the path of peace is to follow in his footsteps. And as you recall, Jesus went everywhere, everywhere on foot during his time. There were the days when he preached from mountains and boats wherever he was. And then there were days where he was overturning tables in the synagogue God's sanctuary, when people were turning it into a marketplace. Sometimes we have an image of what a peacemaker is, and it seems to be gentle, quiet. Peacemakers, 
peacemakers like Mother Teresa and Gandhi, it's not just something you put on like a jacket. It's a way of life. Years ago, a wonderful woman in this congregation, Norma Kumbir, gave me this, this beautiful photo, and she put it on a piece of construction paper and has a ribbon around it, and I hang it off a magnet, and it's always been to the left of where I write all my sermons on my computer. And it says, The Walking Madonna by Elizabeth Frink at Salisbury Cathedral. And what I love about it is the quote that is under this beautiful statue. The quote reads, Walking with purposeful compassion to bring love where love is absent. I love that. Right now, our children through summer video Sunday school are looking at the fruits of the Spirit. And we can actually input all the fruits of the Spirit into that quote. Walking with love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. For in order to be the hands and feet of Jesus, we need to be the good news. We need to bring peace. And the only way we can bring it is if we have it within us. Jesus has given us that gift. So what does it look like to be a person of peace? It looks like this from a few chapters down in chapter 12 in Romans. We are to let love be genuine. We're to hate what is evil. We're to hold fast to what is good. We're to love one another with mutual affection. We're to outdo one another in showing honor and respect to each other. We're not to lag in zeal, but to be ardent in spirit, serving the Lord each day. And we're to rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere through prayer, contribute to the needs of others, extending hospitality to strangers. And here's what Paul tells us we're not to do. We're not to do the opposite of all of those things. And when people persecute us or make fun of us for our faith in Christ, we're called to bless them, Paul says, and not curse them. We're to rejoice with those who rejoice. We're to weep with those who weep. We are called to live in harmony with one another, to not be haughty, to not repay anyone evil for evil, but to take thought for what is noble in the sight of God. And automatically we think of Jesus, how during that last week of his life before the cross, during that time of trial, how he was persecuted and he was mocked and laughed at. And yet he continued to love those words, Father, forgive them. And then he rose again and he calls us to now live, not just an eternal life, but in this life, to have his abundant life. Before Jesus left us in this time on earth, he said a prayer for his disciples. It's beautiful. It's in John 17. I love that prayer. And often I find prayers that inspire me, and I put them in my old Bible that's literally held together with duct tape. And when I opened my Bible to this passage, I found this prayer, and I'd like to leave it with you today. It's called A Prayer of Welcome and Hospitality from the Celtic Prayers by Iona, written by John Philip Neuville. 
O God, who brought me from the rest of last night to the new light of this day, bring me in the new light of this day, guiding light of your eternal presence. Lead me, O God, on the journey of justice. Guide me, O God, on the pathway of peace. Renew me, O God, by the wellspring of your grace. Today, tonight, forever. May those who without shelter be under your guarding this day, O Christ. May the wandering find places of welcome. O son of tears, of wounds, of piercings. May your cross this day be shielding to them. Pray for the coming day and for refugees and those without a place of welcome. On my heart and on my house, the blessing of God. In my coming and in my going, the peace of God. In my life and in my seeking, the love of God. At my end and new beginning, the arms of God to welcome me and bring me home. I share this as a blessing for you today. The words of Philippians 4, 7. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guide your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. God be with you this day. The peace of Christ be with you. Amen. Today we give our offerings to Christ out of our abundance and our scarcity, knowing that in his hands our offerings will bring the greatest blessing to those who need it most. In this moment, we ask you to prayerfully consider giving a monetary donation to the ministries of Rosedale Gardens Presbyterian Church or another organization within your community that seeks to serve others and help those in need. Let us rejoice now in what we have been given and in what is ours to give as we receive our morning offering.
Holy God, you have given us so much. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us and ask that you would please bless these gifts that we present to you today. Lord, may you use them in accordance with your will to further your kingdom here on earth. Heavenly Father, we praise you and glorify your name this day. We thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, whom through we are saved and declared your children. Lord, we pray that you would pour out on us the peace that transcends understanding, peace that comes not from circumstances, but from basking in your presence and love. We ask that you empower us to live out this peace in all areas of our lives, so that we would not become overcome with fear or anxiety, but instead draw near to you. Father, we pray that you would be with those whose hearts are heavy today. We lift up all those undergoing medical treatment, especially those touched by the corona pandemic. We pray that you would heal the sick and be near to those who have lost loved ones during these difficult times. Please strengthen them and their families. Lord, we ask that you would watch over our leaders, both local and national. We pray that they would be guided by you in all that they do. We pray that you would continue to multiply the efforts of those who seek to do your will in this community. And we thank you especially for the high school mission trip and the work that they did through you in the lives of others this past week. Finally, Father, we pray that your message of peace would spread like wildfire through this nation and across the globe. We lift up these things to you in the powerful name of your son, Jesus, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It is time now that we think about what it means to pass the peace of Christ in our lives. 
And so today I would ask that you find and think about and reflect upon those people in your life that truly emanate what it means to bring peace to others through their walk with Christ, through the way in which they treat one another. So I ask you and commission you to go therefore and to find at least one or two folks in your life that you can send out a note or a text or even give them a call and tell them about the way in which they just put peace into your cup. And then I commission us all, myself included, to be peacemakers right along with them. Be forever blessed, forever loved, forever cradled in God's arms, forever called by name. Go knowing God's grace, sharing God's peace, living God's justice, bearing God's blessing to all. Now go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia. Amen.